What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? I hate average podcast back with another week, another episode. Man, I had a lot of fun. Had a cool conversation with my man Professor P. Uh, this guy's very opinionated, very knowledgeable, but very opinionated. And uh, we had a cool conversation. Uh, we, we got to talk sports. This actually we recorded this last week, so the sports that we're talking kind of happened already. So we gave our predictions for week two of the NFL season, and uh, most of it was right. After I seen the results, mostly it was just about right for most of it. Some of us we had some some of the predictions we kind of out of the way. Some unexpected things happened, but it was fun, cool conversation, talking about sports. Then things went into politics and. It was a cool conversation. Uh, of course, certain people might not agree with some things that we said, but uh, of course, everything was good intentioned, not to hurt any feelings, not to be too partisan or too polarizing on either side. But we just, you know, just within conversation gave some of our opinions, and we, under- of course, I understand that when it comes to politics, people are so uh, gun ho and people are so. Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it's. It's such a, uh, a touchy subject, but we, we, we had fun with it. It was nothing mean-spirited, nothing like that. We just had fun conversation. Um, just gave some observation of the way things are going and where we think things were going to go. So, cool conversation with Professor P. Check it out. And I uh, hope you guys like it. I'll talk to you guys in a few. Bye. Professor P., what's going on, man? What's going on, my dude? How's everything with you? Man, it's great. It's great. Uh, so much going on. And I had to come to you. I'm excited to come to you because you're very opinionated, but very knowledgeable. And you know, you don't you don't just say things for no reason. You say things based on facts and not emotions. So I'm excited to talk to you. So uh, it's crazy going on. But let's talk about let's talk about football real quick. The season just started. Sounds we, good. We just we just uh, finished week one. Um, what what you think, man? First of all, who's your team? I'm a Jets fan. Who's your team? I'm a Washington Redskins fan. Ah, man. So, so. I say that with tears <laughs> coming out of my eyes, my brother. <laughs> because we have to be one of the worst franchises ever known to the history of mankind. <laughs> uh, man. Y'all just have very, very bad luck. I don't know if you're that bad, but you have bad luck. I think the Jets is bad. We're bad, but I think you guys just got bad luck. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. But I come from the old era, man. I'm a Joe Gibbs dude. So okay. when I grew up, we won all the time. Yeah. And now it's been like 20 years of 8-8. Eight and eight. I never seen anything <laughs> like this in my whole life, man. Yeah. You know, it's been like the longest stretch of mediocrity known to man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, this is what happens when a fan buys the team. Yeah. That's what happened. Danish has a fan. Yeah. And he bought the team. So he his whole concept is he thinks it's like playing like like Madden. He, yeah, he's playing Madden in, in in real life over here with this team. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Uh, you know, just every year is a new quarterback. Uh, they're just throwing pieces here, pieces there. It's kind of crazy over there. Yeah. All right. So what about your Jets, man? What's going uh-huh. on with them? Uh, I mean, I, I was believing in Sam Donald. Well, they just said today he got mono, so I don't know what's going on with this dude. I don't know who he's kissing over there with mono, but... 
I was going to say, is that like a college disease? Yeah. My man went, my man went, he went back and stuck in the dorms or something like that. I don't know what's going on with that dude, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, man. So I, I'm not so, trusting his judgment right now after that. <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. So, so in week one, what was your biggest, you know, surprise and your biggest disappointment? Oh, well, my biggest disappointment was, of course, the Jets losing. We was up, what, 16 to nothing, and fourth quarter we blow it and lose 17 to 16. So that was, that was pretty bad. Um, I was surprised that the Browns wasn't good. They just flat out wasn't good. Um, I had high hopes for them, and they didn't do anything, and they got killed. So I was, I was surprised by that. What about you? Yeah, well, me – I was disappointed, of course, in the Redskins because we were up 20 to 17 zip. <laughs> but then again, like I was telling my man, called me up, and, I was, and he kept saying, yo, look at your boys. I'm like, I'm a Redskins fan, dude. Relax. Yeah. And all of a sudden, two bombs, and you know, we're down 21-20. I was like, we're done. Yeah. It was like, I've I, I seen this before many times. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> I've seen it yeah. before. Um, Mother take was, I mean, I guess I wasn't disappointed, but I'm one of those little knockout leagues. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And the like twenty dudes had Seattle man and these dudes couldn't win. They were right there on the damn they were right there to win the game, Cincinnati. Yeah. So I was pissed off Cincinnati come pulled off because I really didn't have any other I don't feel any other team like that. I only got, you know, hard for the, the Burgundy. Yeah, yeah. Way, yeah. So no. I'll tell you something funny. Mm-hmm. The Giants got a big dilemma. Oh man. Of because course. the hardest thing in the world is to bench the guy that got you all these rings and, you know, was your man for all these years and, and helped you all these battles. But it is time for Eli to go. Of course, of course. I don't I don't, I don't, think it's hard. I think they're making it hard, but I don't think it's hard. Just let him go. Like, I think he will understand that he knows he's old now. He knows, you know, he's not producing like he used to. It's time for the team to move on, make the business decision, I think. But uh, I think they're, they're trying to. They think the fans are going to be upset, but I think the fans really want to win. I don't think they care like that. But I think management is worried about the fans' reaction, but the fans want to win. They don't care who's throwing the ball. Very true. And also the Giants are the type of team. I mean, they, they sold out 10 years when they sucked, when they were garbage. Yeah, true. So it doesn't matter. Those seats will be filled no matter who's the quarterback, whatever, who's going on. Of course. But the funny part, I don't even know what that dude's name is. The, the back, what's uh, his, uh, his, I, don't even know his name. I know it's Dan, Daniel, Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think. something. But that yeah. just shows how bad Eli's playing that. I want the guy, I don't even know whose name is to play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how bad Eli's playing. Yeah. Oh, what, what is his name? I don't know. Put in number 12, whatever his number is. You know, it's like, who cares? Get this guy out of here. It's yeah. one of those deals. Of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk about the upcoming week and talk about some of the games? Yeah, we could do that. After that, I want to okay. I I start getting your your division picks. Who's, who you think is going to win each division? Okay, okay. I wrote down a few notes. Okay. Because I'm a geek. Because I'm a geek like that. Okay. So um, you know, we can go through a couple of the games. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go first through our teams. Okay. Right. Okay. So, Cleveland is playing at the Jets, I believe, right? Yeah. Monday Night Football, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. The there big, you go. The five big stage. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> so, what do you think, man? You, you uh, got your Jets or what? Actually, I do. I do. I think Cleveland is still All a right. little dysfunctional. Um, and Trevor Simeon, he's going to be subbing in for um, for uh, for. Our, 
Wow, I just lost my for saying Bono, man. For Sam Mono, <laughs> Sam Donald. Exactly, Sam Mono. I like that's his new nickname. <laughs> you know, it's not like he's a hip hop dude. Yo, Sam Mono. <laughs> spit yeah. some, spit some verses for us, my dude. Exactly. Yeah. And change the mic after you finish spitting, cause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, get some alcohol pads out here, man. Matter of fact, we did Ajax for well, those uh, Ajax removes Clorox pads. Exactly. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, yeah, so I, I, Trevor Simeon, he 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 was a starting quarterback before. He has a little experience, and I think the the Jets offensive line, uh, you know, hold him down a little bit. And of course, we got Le'Veon Bell. You know, he's gonna push the yeah. ball and run the ball. So I, I got the Jets. It, it might be probably like a ten to seven, like a very low scoring game, but I still I got, got the you. Jets winning. I got you. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to pick in that game. You're right. That could it could be a ten ten tie also. Let's yeah, just ten seven. <laughs> you're absolutely right. But but I would give you the win because you're home. Yeah, exactly. Yep, definitely. Okay, moving on to my game. Yeah, we are going to get scraped. <laughs> <laughs> we are, oh yeah, I got the Cowboys, right? Yeah, oh, they already man. own us, so yeah, this is gonna be an easy one. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying because you know one thing that's very interesting about the NFL if you watch all these years. Yeah. Division games, no matter how good or bad a team is, That's true. division games are hard to pick because you play a team all the time, true. you could squeak something out. That's but true. honestly speaking, what I've seen this weekend, well, last weekend, yeah. I don't think we're squeaking anything out. I think because uh, I think they're gonna score all over us. I'm not saying the Redskins aren't gonna be able to score a little bit, but I see a little like a 38, 24, 30, yeah. you know, 17 loss. Definitely, I I, I agree. That count because. People are talking about how how well uh, Zeke and Dak played, but also the, the Dallas defense was a real problem for the Giants too. That defense is something else. I yeah. agree, and I also think that which I didn't realize until until I see him catch a touchdown, picking up Randall that kid Randall Cobb from Green Bay. That's actually a very big pickup for them. True, true. Because now they got Cooper and and this guy Cobb, they have dependable, and this guy Witten came back, so. Yeah. This guy Prescott has a you know a nice little quarter throw course, to right yeah, there now. Right. Who, who you gonna double team? You can't you can't really exactly. double team anybody. Yeah, it's tough. It's I agree one hundred percent. All yeah. right, let's go to some other games. Yeah, yeah. So here's an interesting game. What about Baltimore and Arizona? Mm. I, the I like battle how... of the black quarterbacks. Here yeah, you go. Check yeah. that out. Well, we got one going on tonight too, but. Uh, but uh, I like Arizona. I like the way they came back, even though they they just tied against uh, Detroit. But I like their fight and uh, their quarterback. I think he's gonna do something. He I think it took some time to get really used to the speed of the game, but now mm-hmm. you know, he's getting to it. And I think he's gonna do something. Right. Actually, I'm going the other way. Yeah. I think a kid from Baltimore is really trying to turn it up a little bit here. I mm-hmm. think he's really um, catching his groove. Yeah. I'm not going to think that they're going to score on 40, whatever the hell they score the first game, because Miami is just trash. Yeah, of course. But I really like the way that kid plays, because even last year, they won with him. He just plays within himself. He doesn't try to do too much. But I think now he feels a little more confident, so he's going to make a little more plays. So I actually like Baltimore. I think Arizona, you're right. I really like that kid a lot. He's a little short, though. You yeah, know, that's the only problem. I noticed he had to throw, like go out of the pocket a little bit here and there. Yeah. I've seen some of the highlights. But, um... I think he's the real deal, too. But I just think they're just a young, a, a young team, so I think they're not because they're going to go on the road. they have a hard time. Oh, they're playing in Baltimore. 
Yeah. Yeah, that is tough for a rookie. And Baltimore too. looks a little hungry to me. Yeah, they is. get hungry that team. I, I got to give that coach credit. That's true. Yeah. Okay, here's here's one of the best games with uh, Pittsburgh and Seattle. That's, I got at Seattle. Pittsburgh, I believe. I, got, yeah. I don't at believe Pitt. in Pittsburgh at all. I think Pittsburgh is done. Honestly, I think this is definitely Mike Tomlin's last year. One thousand percent, it's his last year coaching. Um, I think Pittsburgh is just going to be in the, in the stage of rebuilding. Uh, after watching them Sunday, I, people was talking about them all the whole off season, thinking that you know Pittsburgh might be a sleeper team. But I think that's about it. I think Ben Roethlisberger, his, his time is done. Uh, Mike Tomlin's time is done, and time to rebuild in Pittsburgh. So I definitely got Seattle. What about I got you? you. Yeah, what about you? I don't know if I'd say they're done, but this is a bad team to play because Seattle's one of these tough teams that, you know, they beat you up and everything. So, this is a bad game for them. So, I see them going 0-2 also. I don't see them winning that game. Yeah. Yeah, That's another team to bounce back with. Yeah. What about uh, Casey and Oakland? I want to say Casey, of course, because, you know, I'm a big Mahomes fan. And Casey's been playing real good ball, but Oakland showed a lot of fight on Monday, so I'm not sure. Maybe you know because nobody believes in them, so they have a little you know back against the wall spirit, so they're trying to take the league by storm. So, but I'm saying KC. My mind is saying KC, but my heart is saying um, Oakland. But I'm I'm rolling with KC. I would have KC too. Um, It's at Oakland though. And I definitely think Oakland is going to put up a fight. I think Gruden's a good coach. Eventually, they'll start gelling and playing a little bit better. But right now, I just think that that offense, even though what this guy's out though, isn't um, the receiver's going to be out though, isn't he? The best yeah, yeah. What's, um, dang, I forgot his name. Yeah, he he is out, but right. Mahomes Hell, is right. Yeah, I mean, Kel, right. Yeah. But but Kelsey's there, so I mean, I I just think that they'll have enough to. To outscore Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Like the way Mahomes throws the ball, those no look passes. He could throw me the ball. I could be out there and he could hit me with it. So All I, right. I got faith let's in him. Do, sorry. Let's do two more quick ones and then let's do your division picks because I know you want to get to the division picks. All right, cool. But these cool. two are actually two goodies. Cool, cool. So New Orleans and LA Rams. At Ooh. LA Rams. Wow. A week, that's, that's, that's great for a week two game. Wow. Mm hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's like a 44-42 game because oh, both those man. teams get yeah, back each be other. Amazing. Yeah, I got to make sure I'm home. I got the, the, the beer ready, all of that. I just got to sit back <laughs> and relax for that one. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's definitely a goodie. <laughs> now nah, I'm, going, I'm going with the Rams. Uh, all right. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's always smart to just stick with the Rams. Until they lose, you stick with the Rams. Okay. What about you? I'll go New Orleans. Wow. I like my man Drew Brees. Yeah. I think the offense is always, like, high-powered. Mm-hmm. And I think the Rams are good, but the Rams in these games kind of struggle in these big games. It was, I don't know. What I've seen over the last – I mean, I'm a fan of the one that ring a couple years ago. But I don't know. So, some of it just seems kind of – I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sold on them, especially with the whole girly situation. Mm. Let's see how it develops during the season. But um, I just think they're not going to stop New Orleans. And the last one, Atlanta, uh, Philly at Atlanta, excuse me. Uh, I'm definitely going with Philly. I, I don't believe in Atlanta at all. I'm definitely going with Philly. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. 
yeah. And I hate Philadelphia. Yeah. So anytime I take <laughs> like, seriously, you know, seriously, this is a funny, funny thing. Anytime I take like Philly, Dallas, or the Giants, it, it hurts my heart. So of it definitely got to be that I really think they're gonna win. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, I'll always take the other team against them. <laughs> <laughs> no, a thousand percent, man. You're right. All right, so since you want to do the division, let's start with yours. The NFC East, who got the division? Ooh, this is tough. Um, but I'm going to go with Dallas. Yeah. I'm going to say Dallas is going to edge out Philly. Mm. I, I think so, too. People, people, I've been hearing um, like experts, quote-unquote experts, uh, saying Philly, but the way uh, Dallas looked on Sunday, I can't really see too many teams stopping them. Neither can I. And they, they had look like they have solid defense. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know? I would agree with you. Yes, yeah. so Dallas is taking the. I'm not really a big Dallas fan, but I, like you said, it, sometimes it hurts. But you got to be realistic. <laughs> so I would say Dallas is a. Uh, Dallas is going to take the NFC East. Absolutely, man. Facts are facts, and stats are stats. And you know, sometimes even though your heart hates teams, you got to give them respect. And yeah. one of the big two examples I say is a lot. Everyone's always like, I hate New England. I hate Tom Brady. I'm like, why? Like, you know, just because they win, because if they didn't win, you wouldn't even be talking about them. You wouldn't yeah. even care. It's true. No, you're absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, you know, it ain't the prettiest thing. It's pretty annoying that I'm winning all the time. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. But you got to respect that team, that dude, and that coach, man. Those dudes are solid, man, for 10 years now straight. No, yeah, even more than that. But I mean, the way they've gone to championship in his last ten year run has been amazing. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Even though you know they cheated their way to it a lot of times, but uh, they got there. Yeah, right? you know, you know, <laughs> I, I guess that's true. You know, Spygate and what is the other one they had? The Flake Gate. Game, yeah, the, yeah. The, the Flake Gate. That yeah. was another funny one. Yeah, so they've been caught doing some strange shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. You know. So. Uh, but you get, like you say, you gotta give respect because I think all teams probably you know do things to try to get that edge. It's just that New England's just been more successful at it. <laughs> They're just bad at it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they right. they're better like like spy department. Exactly. They're yeah. <laughs> gonna spy those dudes. Those dudes, the guy was standing out with the camera out in the open. Like yeah. they were like, what is that dude doing up there, man? What a fool that guy was. <laughs> All right, so get which which division you would like to go to next? All right, so the NFC West, we got uh, 49ers, Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Oh, that's tough, but now nah, I'm going to go with the Rams over the Seahawks, mm. and I would say the 49ers mm. Arizona. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. I got the Rams. Um, the Seahawks, they're they going to be good every single year, but... I can't see them, you know, going too far. So I'm gonna go. I'm going with uh, the Rams. All right, cool. The next division: NFC North: the Packers, Vikings, Lions, and Bears. Ooh, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it's very tough. Um, if Aaron, I gotta go, with Aaron Rodgers if he's healthy. So I'm gonna go with mm. I'm gonna go with Green Bay. Mm, yeah, that's. Smart. And I'm gonna tell you something else. Let me give you a disclaimer. Yeah. Freaking Kurt Fumbleitis Cousins. <laughs> I know he's up right here and there, but uh, if you're a Redskins fan, that dude, every time that dude lost the ball, it was returned for a touchdown. Yeah. Every time he did it, like, he, get, all right, he would score three touchdowns, he also give up two that same game also. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a big Kurt Cousins. I'm not saying he's garbage, yeah. but I'm, I'm not big on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You can say he's garbage. If he's garbage, he's garbage. You can say. No, I mean he's garbage because you know he he can throw the ball and he's a, you know he's a good he's a NFL starting quarterback material, but I just seen him crumble under pressure too many times to give him that real respect. Yeah, straight but... up. <laughs> crumble, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Happy feet and crumble. <laughs> no, definitely, I agree with you. So the the next division, NFC South. The Saints, okay. Saints, Panthers, Falcons, and Bucks. Mm, okay, this is, I'm gonna go with the Saints. Yeah, I see. I just, I, I love Atlanta's offense. Their defense is trash. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Winston. I'm sorry, he ain't got. I like the kid. I thought the kid was to be much better than he is. All right, just see him Sunday. He's he's bad. He, I uh, thought he was gonna wrong. be good. He's bad. He, he's really bad. He, he might need, like, a new coach, new scenery. Stuff. I mean, I, he's had lots of coaches down there, but he may just, like, a new change of scenery. Because I know he has the physical capabilities. Or maybe the offensive but, line or something. But I also love that coach for the Saints. Like, that guy can coach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So that, that's the, the NFC. Let's go to the AFC. This is this is going to hurt the AFC East. The AFC East. The Bills, <laughs> Patriots, Dolphins, and Jets. Of course it's going to hurt, because you know I'm going. i got to go with Touchdown Tommy. <laughs> and the like Patriots. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. this, but, um, this is not fair. Actually, actually, let's, you know what? Let's, 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 I was going to get on the, the Patriots, but let's get on that last. Let's finish the divisions, and then we got we got to talk about the Patriots real quick. So, okay. All right, so the AFC West, the Raiders, okay. Raiders, Chiefs, Chargers, and Broncos. This is a damn good division, too. Well, the Broncos, mm. I don't know about them, but the Raiders <laughs> definitely were real competitive. And I, I do like the Chargers a lot. Remember, Chargers were almost the second-best team in the AFC last year. Yeah. Oh, people didn't realize that. They, they won, like, 12 games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they did. Um, so, of course, KC is KC. I got to go with KC, though, know, because mm. uh, KC is probably going to win, you know, 12, 13 games. And I would say uh, the Chargers would be second place, Papa Oakland and Denver. Who, who, who's Denver's quarterback again? Oh, man. Who's that pick up again? They picked someone up, right? Yeah, it's an older guy, though. I forgot who their quarterback is. Though. Yeah, he's already an established player, right? Yeah. I'll tell you one second. Oh, What's his name? Oh, Flacco, Joe Flacco. Oh, Flacco, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going uh, to hit the ball a little bit, though, but I don't know if they have any offensive line. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't think Denver's the same as they were. Yeah, nah. So definitely, so we, we, I'm agreeing with you. I'm going with the Chiefs also. So the AFC North. This is always I don't know why. This is always a tough division. It always goes down to like the last week to really find out who wins this. So you got the Ravens, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. You know what I'm going with? I'm going with man, Tyrod Taylor and the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Okay, that's good. That's what I'm going with. And listen, oh, yeah, wait, wait a second. Well, you, I forgot to talk about Cleveland before, and you had thrown Cleveland in there. You thought they were a, a little uh, overrated. Yeah. I think Cleveland's highly overrated, dog. Yeah, it's I really do. Look, I understand they had that little run last year. I'm not saying they're not going to win games. Of course, yeah. But I think what happens to teams like this is that they thought it's going to be easy this year. And it's going to be easy. This is never easy. You know, yeah. you had a little success this year, and it becomes a lot harder. All of a sudden... You get Ojel, I'm out of my mind, Beckham Jr. <laughs> on your team. <laughs> Hopefully uh, Landry could calm him down. I know that boy's from, yeah. from LSU. Hopefully yeah. Landry could calm the boy down or something. But 
I don't know. That guy causes more problems than, than he helps the team in the of long course. run. I, and, I look at him. And I, I, as I thought about it, they was so excited for those three to combine, but none of th- those three ever won. So it's not like you have a winning combination. Though. They're all three losers, so I, I don't know why everybody got so excited about it. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I like the way you use the word loser. That's uh, I like that very much. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I right, so the AFC South, the Titans, Texans, Colts, and Jaguars. I think this whole division is bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you too. Um I know that Jacksonville gotta be devastated. They picked this kid Foles up yeah. when he gets hurt first game of the season. And yeah. it's interesting for Foles because Foles went from being the guy that came in after this, his guy got hurt for the season. And now he's hurt. And now he's hurt for the season. Yeah. So that's interesting uh, life. But he got a bowl. He got a ring, so. Yeah, of course. He could talk shit. I, I would say that. You know, you got a ring, you could talk shit. Oh. Honestly, I, I think Foles kind of pulled the, the wool over. I mean, I'm not saying he's not really hurt, but I think in his mind, he played for a couple of years. He was planning on retiring, but they offered him this check. He doesn't really want to get hit anymore, so uh, why not? Uh, you know, say you got a back yeah. injury. <laughs> they can't. Yeah, you can't prove a back it. injury if it if back hurt. Your back hurt. They can't prove it doesn't hurt. <laughs> Very true. Coast into the sunset, right? Exactly. Yeah. Able to walk. Yeah. Don't ever like Earl Campbell limping your way out of life. You know, in a wheelchair. You know what I'm saying? Walk yeah. out of that shit. Exactly. That's why I never ever disrespected Barry Sanders. Everyone's like, "Oh, about it, Barry Sanders." Barry Sanders, he wants to make sure he can have a good life after football. Of course, yeah. And yeah. walk around and feel good, not have all these aches and pains and concussions and all that other shit you get from playing ball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So, okay, so I'm gonna go with Tennessee. Hmm. I like their defense. I like Henry as a running back, and they're gonna run the ball a lot. Mariota's all right. He's not this. I would have taken Indy, but luck is gone. So they yeah. got no luck. They're I, out of luck. I, I, I like. I like. I like. Uh, I like uh, I'm going with the Texans. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm rocking with the Texans. I like Deshaun Watson. Um, I like the fight they put up on Monday. They won me over on Monday. Monday they put up a big fight. They really they blew the game, but they put up a good fight against uh, New Orleans. So uh, I like Tennessee. I mean, I like uh, Houston. I like. I like the Texans too as a team. Um, I do like Deshaun Watson. I mean, his first year, he was amazing for that, that stretch he had. You know, I mean, he was almost playing like like Mahomes, but I mean, not as athletic and as you know innovative as Mahomes. But yeah. he was definitely you know throwing up numbers like Mahomes. Yeah. So, um, uh, but something's wrong with the team. Like the, I don't know, the last year is something they just you know that sports are very funny. You could have a good team and still not win. A lot yeah. of people don't understand That's that true. in any sport. Because you got to get things together. Things have to work at the same time, especially as these teams, with exception of basketball, because, you know, football and baseball, they're different units, right? Yeah. Like defense, offense. Well, you have a game where you hit, you know, all these home runs, but your pitcher gives up more runs and you lose. So, you know, getting cohesion as a team is important. And I just don't see it in the Houston for Texans for some reason. I don't know what it is. It's bad coaching. And I, I think like a team, a, a sport like football, coaching is like probably the the main component of the, of it because, you know, you think think of a, a guy like uh, Bill Belichick who, at times he didn't have the best talent, but because of his system and his coaching, his teams is always in the thick of things, and I think you know, teams like the Texans or 
or other teams, you know, they they have more talent, but they're not able to put everything in place, and which is why they lose. Yeah, that's that's a good analysis right there. Absolutely on point. All right. So speaking of Bill Belichick, right, we we got to talk about yes. this. About the uh, the tampering and how the, the Patriots stole Antonio Brown. Uh, what's what's your thing? Do you, do you think everything went by the books? I don't really, you know, to be honest with you, <clears throat> I didn't really uh, hear about the whole thing till after. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember seeing, you know, I got my little ESPN on my phone. I remember seeing a little pop up. This just in. I forgot who broke the news. Da, da, da. Antonio Brown's a pick. I was like, oh shit, that's, you know, that's pretty, you're a Patriot <laughs> fan, you're pretty happy, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Of course, of course. And then I realized that Gordon, you know, stops smoking some weed for a few minutes, so he gets the ball again. Yeah. And yeah, my man Gordon got mad towels, but my man's, my man's, yo, what is he, Jamaican or something? What's going on with this kid? This kid <laughs> can't stop smoking weed, man. Of course. You know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know, though, about, um, I don't know. Cause it, I, I can't really seems, say that, um, that, that he was, he they tampered, was, but that's such a mischievous type of group of people yeah. that I could never say that they didn't tamper. You know what I'm yeah, trying to say? So that's true. It, it's just because how did he get released? What <laughs> Friday afternoon and Saturday morning? And he's he's already at the team. Like how was the contract drawn up so quick? How did all this happen? Who negotiated with the Patriots? Or, it, it just seems so so sudden. I don't know. But but let me ask you a question too. Yeah. He can't play right now, right? He's suspended. What what is the deal with him? No, um, he's not suspended. He he everything is good. He they have the rape. Uh, I guess you're referring to the rape allegations. He has the allegations, but I don't think the NFL ruled anything against him as of yet. Oh okay. Oh, because yeah, it's, they have to wait till the legal stuff goes. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, so he can end up, you know, playing the whole season, win a Super Bowl, and and then maybe face a suspension. You know how the Patriots do. You know how they do. Oh, what I do? And let me tell you right now, though, if he ever gets on the field and he's full strength, that's gonna be some target for this guy Brady, though, man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I don't so know you're Jeff about, we, yeah. Yeah. I know you want to hear about this type of stuff. <laughs> but uh, but wow. I do remember one thing. I remember because uh, one of my favorite uh, receivers was Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. And I remember he played with Tom Brady that year. <laughs> it was crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, that's why, this is, one thing, this is one thing I tell people with Tom Brady. This guy did this shit with nothing half the time. Yeah. Because the one year, he had a credible Hall of Fame type, you know, double coverage guaranteed dude. He, he threw lost. 50 touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> that was the one he had to do fifty touchdowns because Randy Moss had what twenty four. They went undefeated until until wasn't it? And they lost. Yeah, the bums. Yeah, the bums lost. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was funny shit, man. And I, you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. I, yeah. I I was rooting for the Patriots. I hate the Giants. I can't ever root for the Giants. Yeah, I don't care about no undefeated shit. I'm not a Miami Dolphin fan. Yeah. I don't care if Mercury Morris doesn't get to pop his champagne anymore. Fuck <laughs> his ass. Yeah. Honestly, I, honestly, the way it's looking, the Patriots could go undefeated again this year. It's not fair. People are, you know, whispering around Gronk coming back in December. All of it is not fair to me. But as a Jets fan, I'm upset. <laughs> Wait, I did hear something about that. Uh, there's some rumor that Gronk's coming back. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. And, and 
I wouldn't put it past the Patriots. Maybe give Gronk, you know, a couple of months of rest and he come back just for the playoffs and win another Super Bowl. It's ridiculous. Well, you got him, man. They're talking, but I got to tell you something. We've always been focusing, as we're talking about the Patriots, it's about Tom Brady and, you know, obviously Bill Belichick. But, man, that defense is cooking, man. I mean, in the bowl, they locked these dudes up. The other night, they locked Pitt up. I know Pitt's a disaster. I agree with you. But still, the defense looks on point. You know, I was watching Inside the NFL, and Ray Lewis was, you know, of course, he always has to show the defense. Yeah, yeah, you know. (laughs) But, you know, Ray's a smart dude. His analysis is really good. It really is. So, um, he was showing how the Patriots all talk to each other. Yo, you got to cover this guy, this guy, listen to this guy. Yeah. And then he showed the other teams that get beat, and the guys never talk to each other. Mm. And then receivers run right by dudes and stuff because they don't, you know, they don't communicate to make sure you cover all the players, you know, when the switch is going, when the guy goes in motion, you know, all the different things they do in the NFL. Yeah. So I think I think the defense is highly underrated was the point I was making. That I, yeah, I agree. And Belichick, he's a defensive coach anyway. That's, that's his background. So his defense is always going to be a problem. Yeah, I agree. Actually, you know, because I'm an expert at taunting Giant fans, you know, because I'm a <laughs> so whole life I've always had to yeah. try to make fun of Giant fans. I yeah. to, actually, I was at a game in Giant Stadium, and we were whipping their ass, and I kept screaming, the little blue, and all these guys want to beat me up. <laughs> the little blue, because they call themselves the big blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Redskins were killing them. I was like, the little blue. Go home, little blue. They were like, oh, shut up, man. sit down. These New Jersey dudes want to beat me oh, up. Yeah. They but got anyway, you made it um, out of there. They got you. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, I do have to stop. You know, I'm not going to talk shit. I was like, oh, let me chill out for a moment here. Yeah. I did it sporadically. I kept forcing the issue. Yeah. But, um... But the uh, the, uh, the Redskins, um, that Redskins-Giant game was very funny also because um, we had uh, my man, uh, Michael Westbrook. Do you remember him? Yes. Because what is he famous for? Do you know what he's famous for? Nah. For beating up Stephen Davis at practice. He pummeled wow. that dude, man. <laughs> if, no, I'm serious. Have you get a chance? Go look for that YouTube, oh, man. He, oh, he beat that dude. I never said dude get beat up in football. Sorry, oh, I had to go off for that little Redskins tangent right there. Nice side, man. <laughs> <laughs> but if you ever get a chance, anyone yeah. listen to this, go check that out. He beat oh, this dude man. up like he owed him some money or some shit. Or like, <laughs> I don't know, he looked at his woman or grabbed her ass or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I got I to gotta check it out. Steve Davis. Stephen Davis, he's not no small guy to get beat up like that, but it happens. This is what I'm trying to tell you, man. <laughs> oh, but Westbrook man. was like six four, one of these big receivers. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Nah. What happened to Stephen? Right. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. All right. So, do you want to also talk about um, Dave Chappelle? Oh man, yeah. Pe- people, people upset about him, man. I- I love him. People are upset, but I love him. I love the dude completely. And I think it's sad that people don't understand jokes from reality. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, I mean, the man is a comedian. His job is to make fun of stuff. And my advice is this. This is very simple stuff. Yeah. Like, if you're going to get offended, then don't see the show. That's true. And I, I, I I agree. And I think people... People that are upset are not comedy fans. Comedy fans, you know how to take things in context, but it's people who 
or okay this is a popular thing let me watch it and see what's wrong with it <laughs> i think people heard every all the comedy all the comedy fans talking about dave Chappelle, and people who are not comedy fans said oh something's popular let me watch it and critique it <laughs> and they're critiquing it and then saying you know pointing out the things that they feel is wrong with it but uh to me I don't see anything wrong with it because it's just words and it's all his opinions and not only just his opinions it's all him attempting to be funny <laughs> that's his whole job he's trying to make you laugh if you laugh it worked if not move on to the next thing well yo it worked because I <laughs> laughed my ass off and um, you know everything you say I totally agree with you know and you know adding to what you're saying we have just too many sensitive motherfuckers around us. I'm sorry. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, I think, I so. think what, what do they call it? The millennials? Yeah. The, what are, what are, these motherfuckers are bitches. Yeah. Every little thing bothers them. Yeah. It gets to the point, I'm like, yo, come on, man. Like, I grew up everywhere. We used to make racial jokes. It was funny. We didn't, we didn't get upset with each of other. Of course, yeah, of course. You know, because, I mean, I grew up in the Bronx. Yeah. Amongst Italians, obviously, black kids, Ecuadorians. A couple of Puerto Ricans, not a lot of Puerto Ricans. Uh, my name was uh, a lot of Jewish kids, mm-hmm. um, Irish kids. It was it was just so we always to laugh at, but we always go to his house. Jewish kids, black kids, Italian kids would come to my house, eat rice and beans. I go to their house, see what their parents were eating. We didn't we didn't care about race. Yeah. It wasn't a you know what I'm trying to think. I think people grow up now so sensitive and so upset. You know what I'm saying? It's and true. I'm not saying that you know you can't offend people. Obviously, you got to be careful what you say. At the time, you have to have the timing right to say it and of have a relationship with a person to say certain things. You can't just pop off and say all this dumb racial stuff. We got it. Yeah. But I also think that people just are just looking to be upset now. Mm, of course. What'd you yeah. say? You know, it's like they want to be upset. Yeah, like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's like, come on now, man. Yeah. It's like so they, they that, look for the popular that. thing. They look, oh, people are having fun here. Let's see what's exactly going on. And <laughs> people... They, they like the fun, please. Make sure you're having, quote-unquote, safe fun. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah. Yo, what about the alphabet people? What do you hear up with that line? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got me scared when you said that. I, like, I don't know if you could talk about that. <laughs> nah, I, would, I, would, I want to say in particular, uh, just give me a general synopsis on your thought yeah, um, yeah. on that I think the joke is the joke is hilarious. I'm not I'm not messing with that. I'm just laughing at the joke. Yes. That's it. The joke I, is I hilarious. I would say that the funniest part of the joke I thought, because I'm you know I'm not gonna try to offend anyone. Cause yeah. I love all people. Yeah, of course. Any of course. race, any color, anything. I, I love all people. Yeah. But the fact that the funniest part of the joke was he said they stole six percent or they stole twenty percent of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, that was man. hilarious. <laughs> it's true. Uh, they absolutely did, man. Yeah. You, you, you got to give them credit even for just bringing this stuff up, though. Uh, I mean, I mean that's course. my thing. I think the one thing that's remiss and forgotten about this whole thing is the bravery he had even. Because, come on, you know. Yeah. When he was writing that shit down and his people were sitting there were like, Dave, you know you can't say this. Yeah. Dave, are you kidding me? You're not going to say this, are you? You can't <laughs> say this. Don't say this. You yeah, know, because... Actually, speaking of Dave Chappelle, Bill Burr has a uh, thing on Netflix coming out. Yeah. You know, Bill Burr used to write with Dave Chappelle. I, I saw funny. some he of was, it. I saw some of it. I just I didn't look oh, at the new one. Yeah, I saw like the first five minutes of it. So far, it's why well, it wasn't good. good. 
No, it's good. I just didn't get time to, you know, I fell asleep on it. But okay. I, but it, 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 so far, it's really good. Uh, I like, I like the way it's going. In his, um, you know, teaser, he was like, this is probably the last time I do comedy because he must say some crazy stuff too. That's what I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, when he said that, I was like, oh, this dude must say some crazy stuff too yeah. because he was like, this is probably the last time I'm doing comedy because <laughs> he's going to get chased off stage, which is really a travesty. Yeah. And the sad part is that these rights are protected by the amendment. I mean, those are First Amendment rights, freedom of speech. Yeah, absolutely right. And yeah. unless you're saying something that you're saying to kill a person or incite violence, which these guys are not, yeah. they should have to say whatever they want on anyone getting upset. That's true. And and I think they don't realize, they, in their mind, they think they're helping, but they're actually hurting. Uh, you know, every time I see, like, people getting upset about, the Dave Chappelle thing, it shows, all right, so Trump is going to get reelected. <laughs> Every time, it always pops into my mind. He's going to get reelected. If they got dumb people thinking like this, this guy's going to get reelected. Because there's only, the intelligent people are are going to get turned off by the, the by the, uh, what is it, the, the safe speakers. You know, intelligent people, that turns people off, so they basically purposely go towards the other side and they don't realize that that's not helping i agree i agree and i just think i just think that the point of society has to be open debate yes and if you close debate then you don't have freedom of speech and then you don't have different ideas exactly so a perfect example is all these the, the, all the crazy news stations you know you got cnn msnbc fox yeah. don't know foxes right, these guys are left, whatever, yeah. right? So a lot of times I hear people say, yo, turn off Fox News. I said, well, you don't want to do that because at least you want someone hearing something else. Exactly. Same way if you, you like, don't want to be I don't want CNN getting turned right. off or MSNBC getting turned Why should AT be turned off? Let people say what they want to say. If you don't like them, turn the shit off. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't, I mean, well, yeah. I just think people don't understand that. Or like Hanal on these college campuses, these little, little punks that live in their freaking parents' basements <laughs> act like the political activists. I'm like, you guys aren't political activists, guys. No, you're not Breaking not windows right. is not political activists. It's stupidity. Of course. When they like light the little cameras on fire because they don't like someone speaking. If you don't yeah. like someone speaking, <laughs> you know what you should do? You yeah. should just make sure that everyone doesn't show up and he's sitting there in front of an empty audience. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the best true. way to stop it. And yeah. you know, if he could fill the audience, then let people somebody hear what is. they want to hear. Somebody wants to hear it. If, if the audience that, 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 wants that, to hear that, it. That, exactly. That's my point. So, if someone wants to hear it, then let him speak or her speak or whoever it is. I just That's think true. that our society's become a little too crazy to jump on people that have different ideas. Let people have ideas if they want. If they're stupid, then they won't work. Exactly. It's true. It's true. You know, and back to um, um, Trump. That was very funny when he said that. And actually had a very funny joke that a lot of people missed that was funny about that, too. So they were like. That, you're talking about the epilogue when they had all little cutscenes for all different shows, remember? Yeah. Yep, I do. Right? So, um, what did he say? The guy, the, some of the audience says, what happens if Trump gets reelected? Because I guess they're mad, like you said, that he said that Trump's getting reelected. Remember, you were mad. He, uh, you mentioned he said that. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. And I thought it was funny what he said. He was like, I'll probably pay lower taxes. I thought, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Yeah, it, but it's true. Yeah, it's that true. was funny. It's yeah, true. that was a good one. Yeah, I think people get too excited when it comes to to politics. They don't realize it's kind of a game, and mm-hmm. 
no matter who's in office, like me, I've been working on my job for, what, nine or ten years. And I'm, you know, not too much has changed. I I think it's been three presidents <laughs> from that time that, that I've been working the same job. I've been living in basically in the same apartment. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've added a child. You know, basically life goes on. Like you, you get new presidents, you get new governors, new mayors, but life basically for the most part goes on. And I don't think people are, are, people are going crazy and hurting themselves over kind of Preach. things that's not really going to affect your 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 day to day life. So <laughs> you are an intelligent brother. Yeah. And you hit it right the hammer right in the head. Or right in the nail. Well, yeah. fuck the damn phrase. I don't know what it is. But yeah. <laughs> seriously speaking, you're 100% right. And it's funny because my sister, well, my parents, I'm an independent. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was a Democrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't Democrat. I couldn't take them. I was you know, Republican. You, you're trained to be Democrat. You're trained to be Then I became independent. Yeah. And I was tell my boy Kevin, because yeah. <laughs> me and him talk politics <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. My, my intelligent brother Kevin. Yeah. Uh, we always talk about. It. I always tell him that my just dismay with Democratic Party is this: they come to our neighborhoods, minorities, and all the time they're gonna fix things and help things and fix things and help things, and they don't come back in four years. Yeah. They don't come back four years when they fix things. So, I think both parties suck. Yeah. But I get more mad the Democrats like pawn us, treat us, use us as figures as you know when they want to when they want to fight some cause. Of course. Then two days later, they don't give a, they don't give a fuck about us. Yeah. But that's my contention with them. I don't think Republicans care either. But at least they're, they're like, fuck you, I don't care to you your know. face. Yeah, exactly. Let you know These guys care. are like, under the cover, fuck you. So that's, <laughs> that's what kind of annoys me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, but yeah, I still agree with you 100% that my life hasn't changed at all through any of these presidents. And here's the funny thing. I could teach everyone a quick lesson in politics 101. Ready? Yeah. Turn off the fucking TV. <laughs> it's real simple. It's Don't true. watch these stupid shows. Go live your life. Go to movies. Exactly. Go have fun. Yeah. Get go have sex drink. with your wife. Yeah, get a go drink. live your life, goddammit. Yeah. Exactly. Go to clubs. <laughs> go to baseball games, basketball games. Enjoy your life, man. Yeah. And then, like you said, it's not a crisis. Because if you watch yeah. these TV shows... There's a crisis going on right now. And I'm eating, I'm saying eating like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich exactly. in my underwear. I'm like, yeah, what's of course, the crisis? Yeah. Wait a minute. You know, <laughs> is the crisis going to affect the six train? I got to go to work tomorrow. Is it gonna... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man. It's like, so I think like what you said is yeah. very profound yeah. and right on point, And we think very similar when it comes to that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think people, yes, I think these elected officials, you know, they – make certain rules and there there's small things, you know, like tax taxes go up certain percentages. Yes, that I probably have seen that change, but it's not mm-hmm. so extreme and drastic. Like, you know, what one is five percent, the next one is ten percent. Like it's, it's not gonna it's not Exactly. Yeah, it's not it's not really changing everything. I don't gotta Well I think that's an excellent point, and one of the funny points is I'll give you a, a good example of that. Mm-hmm. So remember when Obama was president, he had loads of Social Security. Yeah. And I don't know, he got like $30 extra check, whatever. Listen, I'm a funny dude. Any shit you give me, I take. Yeah, you're funny. I don't complain. <laughs> whatever you give me, I take. I don't complain. Oh, he only gave me. listen, the government don't give you much. So yeah. whatever they give you, just take it and shut up. <laughs> so anyway, 
you know, I remember the Republicans were going crazy. Ah, what are you doing? It's not, it's not that much. It's a crumb. What are you talking about? Right? So then Trump gives whatever, one of these moves, and it's $40 on your check, let's say, right? Yeah. And the Democrats are going crazy. Ah, you gave them crumbs. It's like, <laughs> it's, 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 it's like you, you all both give the same shit, guys. Yeah, Come on, true. stop. <laughs> Come on. We see the smoke screen. Yeah, and what true. I learned early in politics, because I've, I've been to politics my whole life, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, same, same I, here. Same I, I here. do dibble and dabble into it, you know. I turn, I watch these corny stations sometimes, but I do it sporadically. It's kind of funny because if you put it on like a month later, it's about the same shit. Of course, of course. <laughs> it's like course. it's like a long, it's like a soap opera. Yeah, you're not missing that. You're not missing that at all. Well, you know why? Because they came up with 24-hour news. Yeah. And I'd have to fill every freaking minute with some stupid story. Yeah. That's the, the problem. And it's the same story for the whole day, and then they just have different experts. So we got the, the Boston health expert. Now, the next hour, we got the Kansas City health expert. <laughs> We're talking about the exactly. same thing. What are you exactly. <laughs> and and like I said, if you watch it, like you said, if you watch 8 o'clock in the morning and 10 o'clock at night, it's the same story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's crazy. Unless some crazy shit happens, like, you know, yeah, you know yeah, school yeah. shooting or something like of that. Course, but now they're only talking about that for two hours, and then they go back to the Texas health. <laughs> Texas yeah, health. yeah. Well, they also are. They're obsessed with Trump, though. I mean, on yeah, both yeah. sides, you know. They are. So, but I, I mean, sometimes it's also, I can't even listen to that shit anymore. I'm like, I don't want to hear about it no more, yeah, guys. It's a game because they know he's great for ratings. And whether you like him or not, they're, they're, he's being that he's great for ratings, the left is going to use him and the right is going to use him, which is all, another reason why I know he's going to get reelected because he's making – everybody's getting paid. Everybody's getting paid off for this. So, you know, Big why, why? time. You're 100% right because <laughs> CNN, they're, they're living off him. Yeah. MSNBC's living off him and Fox is living off him. You've yeah, got a good point on, right man. there, my brother. Nobody gets paid and with Bernie. <laughs> that guy's boring. He's no, exactly. <laughs> and, and enough, oh, yeah. You know what? I'm not going to lie to you, my brother. I ain't getting paid with Bernie, so I can't vote for him either. <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah. you know, just just to be honest with you, like I said, I'm independent, so some of the stuff certain people say on the Democratic Party, I'm like, did you fucking just say that? So, you know, I'm a public servant. Like I said, I'm not going to tell you my job, but yeah, yeah, you know, I'm a no, public no, servant. Of I work for, uh, I'm a civil service worker. Yeah. And um, this guy's talking about getting rid of my health insurance. Yeah. No, Which is so, basically why you go into the the that sector is to is for the, the yeah 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 so I'm like I'm like so I'm supposed to vote for you because you keep telling me that you have to help poor people help all these people while you while you like own twenty million dollars yeah and then you try to tell me that the system that you made twenty million dollars in is bad for me mm. who the fuck you think I am you idiot are you out of your mind. <laughs> Think of how stupid that is, dude. He he's a millionaire. He has twenty million dollars. He's worth whatever he's, he's probably worth even more than that. I'm just throwing some silly facts out, figures out. And he's telling you that capitalism is bad. Now look, every system has some fault too. We all of know course, this, of course. But I, I, I'm a capitalist. I'll be honest with you. And I can the proof I'll give you is China. Mm. China was one of the poorest countries per capita in the world. And when they became a capitalistic communist, whatever you want to call it, I don't know, they made, they made their own damn form of government up. Yeah. When they became that, 
they rose the status of all these people out of poverty. Yeah, that could never happen in a socialist system. Of course. And and honestly, the so I don't think the socialists <laughs> realize what they're asking for. They're asking for so no matter who you are, you're let's say you're Bernie Sanders, you're the president of the United States and you're not gonna be making more than <laughs> you're not gonna be making more or, or be considered higher than a babysitter in in, in Texas. Like what's what what is what is he trying to get at? Is people have different <laughs> value. It's sad, but you just gotta be realistic. People add different value. Like uh, you know, someone who's a mayor or someone who's a, a principal or someone who's you know a chief of police. They have different. They add different value, so they should make a little more than someone who's not or a wall street banker you know this guy's whole it i don't i'm not a big fan of banks but this guy is, is controlling you know all of these millions of people's money maybe he should have a decent amount of money <laughs> so he doesn't try to take mine so pay these guys so <laughs> i like that i like so, that so so pay these guys and so he has a certain value so because I, I, it's, it's just a marketplace, and I and I think people don't want to deal with that. People don't want to deal with um, making themselves. They don't want to hold themselves accountable. So just they'll instead of holding themselves accountable, they'll just blame you or take from you, uh, so they don't have to get better or add value to themselves. I see that, and and, and I and I really hear what you're saying, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying, and what you're talking about is productivity. Yes. So one of the biggest misnomers of one of our greatest things written in the Constitution is all men are created equal. Okay. But not all men produce equally. Exactly. That's, and the perfect amazing. example yes. is, I mean, is my worth going to be the same worth as Mahatma Gandhi? Probably not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Am I going to be equal to the, with the, the achievements of a guy like Martin Luther King did? Probably not. Yeah. So although we are we have equal rights in terms of free speech, freedom of religion, and all the, the obviously the the, what the the Bill of Rights, the first ten amendments to the Constitution, yeah. we are not equal. Like I am not equal to Michael Jordan yeah, it's true. in basketball. You gotta be realistic. Like you don't add, exactly. you don't add that as much value as Michael Jordan adds. Exactly. It's just it's just the way life is, and people can't get upset about that. And people, you know, but I think people don't want that. People don't want to deal with that. And yeah. that's why you have people. And I'm gonna give you the funny part because it's a segue to something very interesting you said. Is that that's why you have people trying to work in burger joints thinking they should make twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. Listen, motherfucker, that is an entry job. That is not a career job. So if you really want to make you know four thousand, you gotta get a different job. That's a job for young kids. You know, got some guy, older person um, picketing what it makes way off of working in Burger King. Yeah. And like you said, that's almost equal to what a paraprofessional makes mm. in a school. True. True. You, you know what I'm saying? Trying. So I'm not dissing the Burger people. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, you got to be realistic, yeah. Right. I'm saying that what, what is what are worth we putting on a person that takes care of your kid? Yeah. <laughs> You're saying they're not, they're not more important than the person flipping a burger? So yeah. I said we got to be careful with that type of stuff when we overvalue certain jobs. Certain jobs are supposed to be entry-level positions 
that you don't, you know, make a lot of money and then you move up in the world to do other stuff. Yeah, it's true. I, I think it's true. And I, well, get it, No, I think that it's people who didn't want, who don't want to add value to themselves. So they, 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 they don't want to read more. They don't want to go back to school. They don't want to do those things. And they want to just, you know, stick to the burger joint. And <laughs> I should stick to the burger joint and don't grow and still be able to, you know, do my thing and take vacations in Miami and all that. I should still right, be able to right, do, I, right. I should be able to do all, do it all. So, at some point, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know, I can't do it all. I need to add value to this marketplace. It's very interesting you say that, too, because, you know, as minorities, I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. And um, a lot of my friends are minorities. As minorities, I always tell people, you know, everyone's focused on racism and racism. I said, yo, they got us with commercialism. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, we spend more money than anyone on everything. We're the brokest people in the country. <laughs> Think about it, guys. <laughs> we sit around, and, and, and then we see some white guy with some ugly jeans like, look at that motherfucker. Yeah. But that motherfucker $50,000 in the bank. Yeah, it's true. Because he ain't wasting his time buying true religion jeans. He ain't wasting his time buying commercial shit that in the end really has no value to you later in life. Mm. And I just think that, you know, well, what you were talking about, uh, value, someone that values that stuff like you're talking about knows knows difference between when to buy that and when not to buy that. Because, yeah. of course, you want nice things. But being um, poor sometimes as minorities... We're trying to flood money we don't got. Yeah. And and, and it, it makes us not have any life savings for the future. Because in the end, you got to save for the future. You can't, you know, burn and yourself then, out as a young yeah. person. And then I think that's what happens, too, because... And politicians know what they're doing. They, they prey on, on people's fears. They know, okay, there's this person who their whole life they, was, they wasn't saving, they wasn't planning, and now they're at a place where they kind of you know, need the government. So <laughs> let me let me let me dangle very, very this, good point. Let me let me dangle this carrot and say, okay, uh you're even though in the politicians know they're not really, really going to help to get them out of out of the poverty situation. But let me, you know, pat you on the back and make you feel like I'm gonna get you out of this so you can vote me, I get this job. But most likely, you're still going to be in a in an improper situation until you change and add value. I agree 100. percent And um, you know, I'll tell you the background of myself. What I'm revealing too much is mm-hmm. that I struggled in my life. You know, I was a dude that liked to chill and party and hang out and do a lot of stuff. And um, it took me a long time to figure stuff out. Yeah. And I finally graduated from college. I got my degree in my 40s. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I got my master in my 40s. You yeah. know, and I really found my career now. I'm going on 50 years old the last couple of years. So, you know, life is a struggle if you don't educate yourself. And, you know, a lot of times when, you know, when I was growing up, the whole thing was, you know, the man's keeping you down. I was like, the man ain't keeping you down, man. You're keeping yourself down, man. Go get a job, go to college, and then I guarantee you could rub elbows with the man. Mm. And my dad told me that lesson because my dad grew up in a... Um, he was actually a New York City police officer, to be honest with you. Okay. And he was telling me, you know, stories when he first worked. He was like the first Hispanic cop in his precinct. There was one other black cop. And he, they tortured these guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they would of course, yeah. go home, nigga, go home, spick, spray paint on the thing, this and that. And, you know, my dad said, you know, no times he almost wanted to quit. 
yeah. you know, but he said, fuck this shit, I'm never letting them defeat me. Yeah. And he taught me, you don't never run away from racism. Mm. You fight it head on, but you got to fight intelligently. You don't fight it sometimes in a stupid manner. Yeah, so, true. you know, basically he, he ends up, uh, one day someone got sick and there was no other choice. An Italian dude had to work with my dad. Mm. You know, it was like, he said the guy basically told the guy, listen, if you take this guy or you're by yourself, all right, mm. come with me. And basically, after hanging out with the Italian dude, you know, the guy, my dad earns respect. He seemed my dad was a stand-up guy and all that stuff. And, you know, I always tell people, racism is, is usually a prejudgment. True. Usually when you know someone, you, you like them or you see value in them. That's nothing to do with the color of their skin or, or wherever their background's from. Yeah. So he ended up clicking with this dude. And then he got, he told um, that dude that if you have the other guy, you know, choose the other black guy. He was uh, the other uh, black officer was friends with my dad too, you know, since there was only two minorities that were yeah, like, course, you know, yeah. Yo, we got to hang together, motherfucker, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So with that, you know, the Italian guys then picked the black dude. And after that, they're both, the Italian dude told, he, my dad said the Irish guys were the hardest. Oh. The Italian was the first. They, he, the Italian guy told the other Italian cops, you could take these two guys that, you know, they, they, they got your back, this, that, and that they will work with, you know, start working with other people. Yeah. But it, it, it's it's tough, and honestly, uh, I think racism is, is something that I think either like the politicians or, or the quote unquote elite they use to keep kind of people separated. And I think you know it, it's it's a mental thing. I think you know if I could tell you that this guy is different, if I could have you fighting each other. I could take everything while while y'all fight each other. I could, you know, I could really dominate. I could run banks. I could, uh, you know, change those. Like the people that's really, really running things are the ones that's you know whispering in in each other's in each of our ears to kind of look at uh, each other the wrong way or, or teaching us to be racist while they're collecting all the money and, and running away with with the world. That's that's the way I think, yeah. And I agree 100%, and it's called Conquer and Divide. Yeah. And and it's almost like a magic trick. So what do magicians do? They make you focus on one hand while they're doing something with the other hand, right? That's exactly. the yeah. sleight of hand, right? And that's always the trick. And the trick is that they have this silly system where we have two parties, yeah. and we, they make all these people go out and hate each other, <laughs> it's the yeah. funniest thing. Well, they're on the same team. Yeah. Fucking Democrat. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, they're on the same team. Yeah. And it's the silliest thing in the world. And we fall for it, unfortunately, Americans. Of course, yeah. <laughs> you know? Of course, yeah. I mean, just, just think of how many um, fucked up Thanksgivings there were after Trump got elected, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> like, we laugh about it. and <laughs> We laugh about it, but. And my, thank God my family wasn't, you know, wasn't like that. We didn't take it that serious. But there's really legit families that probably haven't talked to each other since 2016. Yo, when he, you that know. up. <laughs> that up, which is stupid. I it, mean, it, It's ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And especially from the point you made before, <laughs> yeah. you know, your life is really not going to change too much nah. with these presidents. It, it's just not, man. Your yeah. life's going to change when you make positive moves, do yeah. things, educate yourself. Like you said, it could be self-education or even some form of, you know, real education of 
Right. College, yeah, yeah. trade school, whatever it got to be. Don't got to be, could even be religious studies. Whatever yeah. it is you're into, whatever floats your boat. Yeah. Taking courses in, in coding, whatever yeah. it is that you want to do. That, but that's where the change comes. Yeah. You know, exactly. That's when you embed yourself. And also, you know, another thing uh, my dad told me, because uh, my dad's definitely one of my favorite role models. Uh, you know, he came from Puerto Rico at a young age, had nothing, and worked himself into, you know, being a very successful person by being a police officer, which is interesting. Yeah. And, you know, he just uh, ended up being one of the highest ranking police officers in New York City history when he was, when he retired. Wow. So I really admired him, and he would go to school at night, and he got, he got two college degrees. You know, so I really admire the guy, you know. Not that he's my dad, because he really uh, helped a lot, of, a lot of people also. Um, yeah. I would go visit him in the precincts or whatever he was at in the police academy. He worked different places. Two was always like, oh, your dad's cool. You know, like, so I was like, knew that wasn't just my opinion. Other people felt the same way I did, so it was legitimate. Yeah, uh, it's uh, that's amazing. That is an amazing story, and it's, it goes to show that is he he put himself in a place of value. He added value. He didn't, you know. I don't even know <laughs> when you, when you're, how long your father was in the in the, the forest, but I don't think it mattered, you know, who the president was or who the mayor was. You know, he added value. Went to school at night to become a cop, and I don't I don't think. Of the outside forces, uh, you know, hindered that or 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 pushed him. It was it was just his own will. And I think sometimes people don't want to sit back and think for themselves and think about themselves. You know, think about the progress that you you gotta the steps you gotta take. They want to, you know, kind of. I don't want to be too preachy, but I, I don't. Wanna, no, no, I, I think, think you're making a. a a good point. There's too much group thinking going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I where people so. follow rather than think on their own. Yeah. And but but this also one of the problems is that because people shut conversations down, like you know, like it's like you if you're around Republicans, you can't be a Democrat. They're all going to shout you out and say this to you. Yeah. If you're a Democrat, you know, vice versa, you know. So it's like a lot of conversations being shut down instead of saying, "All right, man, I hear your point. I don't agree with you, but I hear your point," and walking away. Yeah. Instead of taking everything personal, I think things get into us on a personal level. And also, one of my things is is being emotionally attached. You can't be emotionally attached to politics. Nah, and some people, no. like, take this stuff way too yeah, serious. Yeah, 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 And they're so emotionally attached yeah. to this stuff that they live and die with this stuff. It, like, it, like, it, the, the like the football thing, fans. Like, the main thing, look, you look at how uh, uh, America switched, how people kind of... They like George Bush now. <laughs> People like George Bush, and I re- I'm old enough to remember 2000 and what 2004. People were saying vote or die. They were saying vote or die. This guy, <laughs> he's gonna if you don't get him out of there, you're gonna die. And now people like him. So I think people just need to sit back and just really look at the game. It's all a game. People are going crazy and. People were saying vote or die. They had T-shirts, vote or die. Puff Daddy was saying, yeah. And and what happened is now people what like about him. About Kanye, George Bush hates that's black people. That's what I'm saying. And, and <laughs> so George Bush was bad, okay. And he he was in there for eight years and nothing changed. You know, America's still America. Yes, not not eleven. Nine eleven happened. Okay, we took care of that. America's still America. Then Barack Obama came. People are saying, you know, things about him, and you know, it, the 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 right wing was going crazy. Oh, Obama's going to be the end of this. He's going to, you know, mm-hmm. everything moves on. It's it's all exactly. a game. It's all a game. 
And now people lost their mind over Trump. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I look, I look, I know, I know, look, I'm not going to lie to you, I actually voted for the man. <laughs> but believe it or not, yes. But I got to tell you, though, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm an even kill guy. You know, he says things he shouldn't say a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I said to him, like, what are you yeah. doing? What are you saying? Yeah, I, you know I, don't, what I'm I don't think anybody would disagree. I'm not a Trump star, but Nobody I did vote would, for him, though. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would uh, disagree that he doesn't say things that are crazy. But if he says anything, I'm not going to lose my mind. If anything, I might just laugh. Like, I can't believe the president said that. I, you know, I might just laugh. But people are like, yeah, it's I funny because I'm like you I too. I can't believe uh, this is going on in America. And so oh right, my right. God, I'm like, come on, man. He's just a guy. First of all, we got people in place that if he gets too out of hand, like they'll just let him stay in office. But they got people that's really making them. They, I don't think people realize that there's really people that's making moves that that are hired like chiefs of staff and 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 you know it's so many course, move, mo- so many moving parts that we don't see on tv we don't see those people that are actually really running the country and we're just so caught up in him and he's on tour just doing speeches but it's people that's really really running the country there's i think people just need to calm down cool out you're gonna be fine <laughs> you're gonna be fine everything's gonna be all right and uh you know Really, just pick who you want to pick. You see someone that you know you you feel that you can relate to, vote for them if you want to. And but I don't think much is going to change either way. But like you said, like I don't you think said so earlier, you know, it's two and teams, but they're on the same team. It's two sides, but they're on the uh, same it's team. The so weirdest thing in the world. Just, just pick it one. Really just pick one and have fun. That's it. But but that 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 battle makes money. Oh, and that's what it comes down to. Because these people that back these parties up want to see that fight. Yeah, a million percent. They don't want to give million dollars to people that they're going to be laid back. They want to give million dollars to people to fight for these for their, what they believe is right. You know, so that's what really fuels this. And I always tell people that, you know, everyone's very quick to always talk about America and racism between like black and white. The number one color in America is green, people. It will always be, and as always has been. Yeah. Because even in the racist South, after a while, due to like. They could hate a black dude, but they'll sell him milk. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? They're true. still trying to make money. Yeah, true, so, true. believe me, dude, money talks for anything in this country. It always will, always has been. Yeah. And that's why our government's so corrupted, because there's so many lobbyists that make sure things go their way. Yeah. That yeah. these government officials, right, they give, you know, you know, I'm there, I'm you're just going to... Whatever, whatever, Senator S, you know, come over here. I'm like, hey, what's up, guy? And he's like, I'll give you $200,000 if you make sure that appropriations bill doesn't go on the table. I got mm-hmm. your back, buddy. <laughs> then I start chanting a whole bunch of bullshit. Oh, that green energy bill should be passed because of this. Because I want the money, not because I really care about the cause. <laughs> exactly, yeah, yeah. It's you know, true. so, and, and, and that's the corruption that, that happens in, in our government. And that's why America, you know, you know lost that, you know, what the founding fathers want a type deal. You know what I'm trying to say? Because never they didn't have people like that when they were when they were politicians. No, 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 no. Those guys actually believed the shit they were saying. They were like, they, you know? did. they did. They did. So, but it, 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 America's always going to be weird. They said people was free, but then they had slaves. And it, it was all just, it's all just, it, it's always just craziness. And uh, which is why you can't, like you said earlier, just don't be emotionally attached. Like, try to live your life the best. Try to add value to make yourself and your family better and move on. Thank God we live in a capitalist society where you can 
add value to yourself and progress because I don't think people realize with socialism, you could read all the books and go to all the classes you want. You're still not going to mm-hmm. progress, and I don't think people are realizing that. Right, exactly. And also, I think also, like you're saying, these politicians are selling them a plate of shit because if you look around the world, they can't show you the place socialism actually worked. Yeah. Like you, I mean, you, can, you can tell me all this stuff. It would yeah. be different here. That's what the motherfucker said in Venezuela. Yeah, that's true. motherfucker said he got told him to wipe their ass. And, and, so I don't know about all that. And I, I always think about socialism okay in in let's say in theory socialism is good in theory mm-hmm. but who's going to be distributing the wealth because can we trust the guy that's handing out the money like he's not putting something in his pocket we can't we can't trust like you said in venezuela these those guys are murderers they like you said they're not giving the people everything that they have they, it, exactly <laughs> they, they're holding on to and you got to kind of count on you really got to count on the government now to <laughs> get people to get the elected officials are going to take care of themselves first and then pass out to the people what's left. Exactly. I, I and I always tell that. people, you can have to pass the government, that. you have to pass yeah. it yourself. You, you're going to trust Bernie Sanders to feature him? Are you going to trust that guy? That guy to, no, exactly. I don't trust I, I, that I, I guy. Agree. I don't trust him. No, no. I agree with you. <laughs> but I don't really think, I, I mean, because the people, like, like, if you look at the polls, the people that want socialism are kids living in their parents' houses. Like exactly. the kids from like, uh, they, they're already, they're living in socialism already. They're they didn't get a job yet. That's why. Once they get a job, they're like, wait, 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 wait. Who's taking how much money from me? Yeah, they're going to hate it. Yeah, you're already living because in socialism. what socialism yeah. is going to mean is high taxes. That's yeah. what it's going to mean for us, guys. It's going to get taxed to death. Yeah, it's true. You know, so, I mean, that's, that's what it will mean. Li- so, literally taxed to death. It's going to be... I'd really rather keep my own money. I would yeah. I'd rather make my own decision, my own money. That's why I look at it, man. I, yeah. I don't care, you know. And there's so much money out there that just misused. If they did a better job, they would have to keep raising taxes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They misuse our money constantly. That's true. So um, the government's always going to disappoint you too. Definitely. Always remember man. that, people. You yeah. will always be disappointed. Of course, of course. <laughs> I'm telling you. Know you what? I, I want. I want. I want. I don't want to keep you all night. But you know what? I want to talk to you maybe next week or the week after. We got when, the, when we both got to listen to or watch the Bill Burr special, and I want to want to hear your thoughts on that, man. That sounds fantastic, my brother. Definitely, man. So right. thank you, Professor P. Thank you so much for your time, uh, man. So it was my pleasure. Yeah, man. Same it was my here. Pleasure, Great Jane. talking to you. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your honesty. There you have it. That's the conversation with Professor P. Fun conversation, fun talking about sports. Thank you guys for continuing supporting the podcast. We're back. I'm trying to do more and more and more and more. I'm trying. To, I, this has been such a fun and busy year, but um, the podcast is not going nowhere. Of course, we are not going nowhere. We're still pushing our episodes, still doing interviews, and we're still, uh, you know, giving different conversation. A lot of people enjoy. Uh, uh, series uh, messing me up anyway but uh, of course people there's a lot of podcasts out there there's a lot of content being but I want to constantly push the conversation and have different types of conversations and kind of uh, you know show different light on things that's why it's called I Hate Average Podcast we, we are aware that there's a lot of podcasts but we want to have conversations that other podcasts might not be having so Thank you for your continued support. You can follow us, I Hate Average Podcast, on Instagram, AverageJ.com, the website. Also, 
where else can you find us? Oh, find the Facebook page. I hate average podcast. The Facebook page. Check us out. We got a lot of content there. And I'll talk to you guys in a few. Talk to you guys next week. Next week. Next week. It's not going to be weeks after this episode. Next week. New episode. I hate average podcast. All right.